Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell me boys for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy In Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land. We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face. We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place. We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains, and break a couple of concrete pours to back our lug of claims. So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high. It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky. We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed. Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud. Yes, and it's good morning from the Concrete Gang, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed on 3CR, 8.55 on the AM dial, award-winning show. And uh, String Bean, it's just you and me, my old mate. Uh, we've had another casualty uh, with Warren, so the, the um, I think they've got another job uh, stacking shelves at Safeways, Warren and, uh, and Buzzer. Well, that's probably a good place for them. Uh, the part-timers, when, uh, apparently Australians are doing two or three jobs because uh, the wages aren't growing fast enough, so people are having to pick up extra jobs. And I, I reckon you're right. I reckon that's what Warren must be doing. Um, although, I don't know how much they pay him to ride his bike around. Hopefully, oh. hopefully over in Adelaide, he, uh, he'll keep his face off the asphalt this time and, yeah. and ride safely. Because uh, it's never his fault, remember that? <laughs> Even when he runs in the parked cars, it's never his fault. You know, They jumped out at him. And imagine, I just had a horrible thought. Imagine Buzzer stacking shelves. You know those at the end of the... At the end of the aisle, has got these big stacks of cans. Imagine Buzzer putting the last can up and... Yeah! <laughs> I'm tumbling down. But anyway, listeners, there's a spare seat in at the Concrete Gang. Yes. You can apply at 3CR. Um, we're looking for new hosts. Our part-timers come and go. Never here. Never here. Usually a spare spot. So if you, if you want to join the Concrete Gang, feel free to give us a buzz. Yeah. And you need no talent. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Although if you can bring your awards, I mean we've already got a couple. Yeah, we've got. You know, yeah, if, you, yeah. if, if you're an award winner, uh, bring them in. <laughs> There's room in the cabinet, and uh, that makes me. The, I'm, I'm the new director of music because you got the sack from last week, Stringburn. We've had a we've had a complaint about you, uh, Red Ned. I'll, I'll um I'll um our, our mate uh, Red Ned's uh, sent me a text message, scathing text message, and he reckons it's it's the worst song he's ever heard. But Coming from Red Net, I'd nearly take that as a uh, a, a bonus, mate, because uh, this bloke's one of his top albums is um, 
uh, what's his name? Chad Morgan, uh, the sheik from Scrubby <laughs> Creek. So, I mean, you know, if you, if you take his uh, opinion, well, you know. I think I can live with that. You can live with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah all right. Yeah. I, all right. <laughs> I stand by my choice. And given uh, we'll, we'll play another track later, which will make it all a bit more relevant. But I, I think, uh, you know, it may not have been to everyone's taste on a Sunday morning, but an important message to hear, I think. That's it. All right, well, we better get a bit of talk about it, job news and stuff, but we'll start off with um, apparently Scabby the Rat's been a court order against Scabby the Rat. I can't <laughs> believe that. Well, you've, you've had a few long. Have you ever been yeah. told to deflate? Oh, I've been told a lot of things, I'll tell you. <laughs> the I've, I've been told to go and multiply and all that. <laughs> yeah, breed for the country. Um, yeah, yeah. So the courts have, have come down on Scabby. Poor Scabby the Rat. Wasn't, You're kidding, aren't you? Wasn't doing any harm. Just An order against Scabby the Rat. A, a court order. That's what they're spending their time on now. Wait, unbelievable. <laughs> so what, what, where was he, Scabby? The bosses, the bosses at SO and, and UGL... We were so worried about the uh, protests going on down at uh, Longford, down in Gippsland, um, uh, that they the rat was just scaring the hell out of them. They couldn't handle this rat hanging around. So for the listeners that don't, don't, don't understand what we're talking about, Scabby the Rat's a blow-up, uh, well, not a dog, but a blow-up rat, blow-up rat, and it's... Uh, a pretty big rat. A pretty big rat. <laughs> <laughs> if you remember, we had the uh, kangaroo for the kangaroo courts with the Royal Commission. Now we've got Scabby the Rat for all these rats, but... Uh, yeah, so a court order, that's magic, isn't it? First, first appeared at the CUB dispute, um, Scabby the Rat was unveiled there and he's been travelling around giving the bosses um, a, a bit of a message of, uh, you know, on various disputes around the country. In fact, he's been around the country. Um, and so, yeah, there he was down at Longford <laughs> doing, his, doing his job. <laughs> and he's had a court But not to miss the trick, he, he had a court order against him and then only two days later we had the fat cat up, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. He quickly replaced so, uh, you know, you can take out a rat, but you can't uh, stop us going after the bosses with our infl- giant inflatable animals. Um, must, must, be doing its, must be doing its job if they want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Not a very creative name, I must say, but Greedy is his name. Greedy the fat cat. And what's the guts behind that dispute? Uh, well, same as CUB, basically, yeah. just uh, trying to cut wages and conditions um, and, uh, you know, dodgy d- dodgy agreements signed by, you know, you know, in CUB, CUB, that agreement they had signed by two young blokes who didn't know what they were doing over in WA and suddenly they're trying to put workers here in Melbourne on that. Similar thing happening down there, um, dodgy arrangements. And um, actually, before heading down to Gippsland, Greedy the Fat Cat was unveiled at uh, Crown Casino. Because um, another similar dispute is happening there where they're trying to replace a workforce and cut the uh, wages and conditions in half um, for people who maintenance workers who weren't really being paid that much anyway. Um, so, you know, it's it's happening everywhere. And gee, is that a dodgy deal, that Crown deal? Have you heard about that? No. Nah. So Crown, you know, a yeah, yeah. bloody profitable company, right? Got I, plenty I, of more lovely over the years, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, I would have thought so. Um and uh, so very profitable company, rely on pokies. This, we're talking about 16 maintenance workers who do the pokies down there. Um, anyway, they've, they've ended that contract. So all these guys lose their sack, they lose their jobs. They've given the contract to a company whose chairman is none other than Jeff Kennett. No. And guess who, of course, originally gave Crown yeah, the yeah. fucking license to run? Yeah. For our own Jeff Kennett. So uh, he reckons no one under 50 knows who he is, but there's a large number of Victorians who do know who he is, including people like me who are under 50, and have not forgiven him for what he's done. 
Uh, and now, sold all their assets exactly. Uh, and now he's doing the same sort of thing. So, uh, Jeff Kennett, you, we're coming after you, and and even us under fifties know who you are. Um, but that's yeah, that's where Fat Cat came from, yeah. and and now he's down in Gippsland. So, I, actually, I'm going to digress here because I, I did you see that the um, Four Corners show on the water on the on the on, on the on the air, yeah, yeah. and this mob this. Excuse me, I'm not not very good in details, but this mob that was absolutely raping and pillaging all the water, they've built their own dams to store, and apparently they're making more out of the water they're stealing than growing cotton. Have a guess who was behind that? Corrigan, the bloke that was behind the picket line at the the docks, you know? Unbelievable. These rats keep showing up when there's all these dodgy shit going on. He's behind it. The rats, the fat cats. We'll have to get we'll have to get scabby up there, and, <laughs> yeah. and the fat cat up there. We'll have to, you know, geez, they're going to be flat. They'll be in work forever. And two people that need to be mentioned there, and maybe we should put them up for a nomination later in the show. But uh, just quickly, the um, we got Xenophon, who sold out on the water in order to take away the rights of construction workers. So his deal was. Uh, you know, he's supposed to be standing up for water and, 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 and before he votes for any government legislation. And then he just sells them out. He lets the water thing go and he votes for the ABCC, yeah, takes yeah. away our rights. Um, and how much so is that? That's cost us all. And then yeah. on the water, sure enough, it's been sold out by another than Barnaby Joyce, who's handed our money to the, like he's given the, the money to the irrigators in order to buy their water and send it down the river to South Australia. Then he says, no, nah, no, nah, actually... You've got the money, but you can also keep the water now. Yeah. So they got oh, money yeah, for nothing. Mate, it's a joke. Money for nothing and the water And do you know what? Up. This would be a good way to cut into our next track, wouldn't it? Where is the water? Have you ever seen the rain by John Fogarty?
And there it was. Have you ever seen the rain? Or in uh, the case up in the Murray, those rats up there, have you ever seen the water? We know where the water is in big dams they've made. So they can sell it again. Sell it again. And again. And Why again. Yeah. <laughs> $15 billion. What a joke that is, I'll tell you. Anyway. Where is the rain, though? When is the rain coming, Long? Yeah, well, I mean, after one thing, one thing, yeah, same thing. <laughs> one thing, um, one thing uh, they didn't deregister was the old BLF rain dance. I proved that years ago when I said to the boys, I said, I'll, I wonder if they've deregistered the BLF rain dance. I'd done the rain dance and pissed down for three days. So <laughs> we cleared that up. But anyway, yeah, so. We'll have to get that one out again. I'll have to get it out because we haven't, it's been boss's uh, weather. We haven't had a lot of rain during working hours. But anyway. They promised this week, this last week, that it was going to rain all week, and it yeah. was then nothing. Well, what they do? They deregistered. Uh, well, they put a court order on uh, Scabby the Rat. They had him <laughs> deflated. Now that'll be the next thing. The rain, won't it? Put a court order on the clouds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, what else we got, mate, to talk about? Well, uh, we've, we should have a bit of job news. Um, what about? Anything been happening down your way that we can talk oh, about? Well, a lot of things we can't talk about. But there is. <laughs> uh, ABD got a bit of a hurry up in their job in Caulfield. Their safety wasn't up to scratch and uh, they had no access way. So they had a bit of a hurry up down there and uh, trying to straighten things up down there with the access way. So, that, yeah, so they've had a little bit of an improvement down there. Um, there's also a big job starting down in uh, uh, Clayton. 800 million, I think. All up, I think, you know. It's called M's My City. It's, it's going to be um, units and uh, picture theatres and offices and and uh, all sorts of things. So that that's in the process of starting. So, yeah, it's a big job. That'll be a big job. A lot of work for the boys there. So yeah, yeah. happy days there. Yeah, so. And there's plenty, there's plenty of work going on, um, it, particularly government work. And uh, one thing that that does raise is just what's going on with the government jobs. Um, there's plenty of civil work, of course. We've got the uh, tuller widening, the sky rail going in, the level crossings, um, a whole bunch of them going on. But, you know, who's who's got the jobs? We've got, you know, take your pick out of CBD, the old Leighton's, um, Simic guys, uh, John Hollands, and your Fulton Hogan's. Yeah. I mean, you know. You wouldn't a, piss on any of them. What a choice. But, uh, you know, uh, what's... Some of those companies are choosing to uh, behave in a way that's not befitting a, a a company that receives a labor government contract. I reckon. Yeah. Um, and when you've got people, go, you know, companies trawling through people's history, so before they can get on the job, suddenly they're looking them up. What's your history? Any connection to the union? Rifling through all the old union magazines. Can we find a picture of them? Have they ever said anything positive about the union? Are we going to end up with some bloody activist on our job? Yeah. And people are getting uh, missing out on work purely because they've you know shown up in a union magazine in 1983 or something. Yeah, that happened down at the um, the uh, what was the name of the down at Wonthaggy, the water um, the Diesel Diesel. I think yeah. they did a bit of some bloke got caught doing that down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is you know not to mention being unchristian. It's un- <laughs> it's un- but it'd be unlawful, wouldn't it? Yeah, it should be. It should. Well, be. everything's unlawful. The, law, the uh, laws and, are pretty broken. That brings us to the point where we were talk- discussing before about. Who was it saying you can't wear union clothes on the job? Indeed. So, uh, you know, first they came for our flags. Yeah. Then they came for our hard hat stickers. Um, then they they sacked a bloke for, take, for taking his pants off, Dave, up in a um, on a mining job. They they weren't getting their proper uh, clothing issue and laundry and all that that they were entitled to. So they had a 10-minute protest where they stripped down to their jocks 
and the guy got the sack for it. The the this guy Dave. Um, so there's that we had the giant undies, Dave undies flying. Save Dave undies flying around a job in Carlton, <laughs> North Melbourne, the other the, a few weeks ago. But so they, those giant jocks have been touring the country to raise awareness of this uh, this guy's plight. But now, now. Uh, you're not allowed to take your pants off, but they're taking the shirts off people's backs. Uh, up in the North Oakey Glencore dispute, um, they've been they've been locked out uh, for a couple of weeks now, I think. And um, Jesus, where's all this head? Then all they were asking for was to have their agreement rolled over. No big deal. Yeah. No, no, you know, extra claims. Um, that's not good enough for this company. They obviously want to freeze or, or cut back on wages and conditions. Um, so they've locked them out. And uh, they've decided that people who are still working on the job, um, must be in a different area or whatever, obviously, um, aren't allowed to have union clothing, they've been told. Jeez, that smells of um, Grollo's, doesn't it? That's, that's how it all sort of turned the tears down there. Grocon, that was their great idea. No stickers, no no um, union uh, logos on their shirts. I mean, honestly. Really? Have, well, well, I mean, <laughs> where does it end? I don't know. I just can't understand all that, obviously. But, I mean... Deflate the say, rat. Deflate the rat. The rat's been deflated, but had a summon served on it. No union clothes. What next? I mean, it is just insane. The, the attack on rights. That um, it's you know, it's this building code. It's all compliant, isn't it? It's this is all compliant activity that the government's very happy with. But uh, but what is this code compliant? Having your formwork collapse. No, what about that? Sydney. Yeah. Well, is that no, okay? Yeah. I suppose they'll get a government job now too. Will they? Yeah, the massive uh, formwork collapse in Sydney on the, uh, I think it was, uh, what was the name of the builder up there? Parkview uh, was the name of the builder, and West Form was the, was the um, formwork. Yeah, and luckily, no one was badly hurt, but I mean, I think the only thing saved them was the Rio, you know, because the Rio doesn't go in 100 miles now. But yeah, very, very lucky. So there we go. So all the punters and all the stewards that are listening, remember one thing, always make sure you've got this formwork signed off by an engineer. Mm. And I think that was, but but anyway, it's better than having a look than not, you know. Because well, maybe we, have two engineers look at it, we yeah. know, you know, like maybe three. Well, engineers, remember them, they walk around with rubber on them and their pencils because they can, they can rub their mistakes out, but unfortunately we're the ones that wear them, you know, yeah. so... But uh, yeah, so that was very lucky up in Sydney. But uh, really, just lucky, yeah. And it's and only luck. Yeah. I mean, you know, and it's like a lot of things happen. You know, how people aren't badly hurt. It's not good management. It's just good luck. Yeah, but uh, well, speaking of luck, perhaps some not such good luck happening uh, down in uh, Port Melbourne um, for Valio with oh, their uh, mate. <laughs> I'll tell you what, they all blew, all the builders blew about these non EBH shit carton builders like Valio, Element 5, and all these, you know, rats. There's a job on Beach Road, it's next to the pub, I can't think of the name, the Beach Hotel, the Beach Hotel, and it's been going for over four years. Now, I know what you're thinking, oh, well, four years is probably, you know, 80 stories or something. <laughs> it's three stories, I think, three or maybe four at the tops. Mate, four years is going, and I still reckon it's got another year left in the way it's going. Oh, mate, honestly. Those poor people that bought a unit down there, I mean, I think a couple of them died waiting for their unit to be finished, you know. And they've now ended in the book, the Guinness Book of Records, you know, because it's going to take out the price, honestly. I reckon I reckon you, you, me, Stringbean and Annie, we could have, three of us could have built it in that time. <laughs> Oh, they got their, their What's building excellence. Building excellence. <laughs> and it'd want to be years. excellent four four years to build that joint. So 
I'm going to start tours, so I'm going to buy a double-decker bus. <laughs> I'm going to take all the punters around all these jobs that, you know, the Valet Element 5. You want to see them, honestly. Oh, mate. So if you buy a unit from any of these mobs, just prepare yourself to be waiting for about four or five years because that's what it's taken. And that's before you start getting into defects. Yeah, well, that's right. Oh, defects. Jeez. <laughs> there couldn't be many. They, they reckon they've stripped the plaster out twice. There couldn't be too many defects. Oh, I'd, like to be, I'd like to own the bin company there. I mean, you'd <laughs> made a fortune when you're carting all the shit away. Oh, mate. And just over the road, down the road there, there's got the Albert Park Fishing Club and the boys sit out there drinking drinking big frothy pots, just you know, watching that joint. It's like watching the snail go, you know. But it's amazing what can happen in four years. And we don't probably don't want to give too much away. But um, but obviously something's gone down there um, over time where people have been getting sick of uh, sick of what's happening and maybe the money's running out a bit. Um, we've had delay after delay, and so of course, who gets the squeeze? Well, the workers always get this get squeezed, yeah. and there's yeah, they've had the organiser down there, the local organiser, Busby's been down there. The blokes aren't getting paid and all this and. Apparently, apprentice started his time there. Now finished his time and now retired out of the industry on the same job. <laughs> Unbelievable! So, what do you do when you're not getting paid? Well, you have to do something about it. You have to take some action. So, it's, yeah. it's been probably pretty good for the union to uh, to be involved there. And um, yeah, the boys take a bit of action down there the other week, last week. Yeah, they weren't getting paid and they, they marched off the job for two days. So fantastic fellows. You know? Yeah, yeah, top marks. Yeah, it's good good efforts down there in the Valio job. So as you would, I mean, you know, not getting paid. So the boys you said, we're out of here and good good on them. Yeah, well, should we should be careful what we say there. But um, yeah, that's anyway, top top marks to anyone for standing up for themselves. That's what you've got to do sometimes. So, I mean, I suppose after four years, you'd be sick of yeah. paying the blokes. Would you? <laughs> that's good. It's definitely oh, jeez. Oh. Um, but anyway, speaking of bad operators, uh, one of our old mates, he's, he's popped his head bucket back up again. And uh, who's that? Ho- hopefully soon we'll be rather exposed. Um, well, Frank Nadinik. Oh, no. Frank The Nadinik. prodigal son. <laughs> the prodigal son's back. What's happened now? It, don't tell me. He started another company. Uh, indeed. Of course, that's pretty oh. obvious. Um, How many companies is that? <laughs> he's, well, we've got we've actually got him on video being asked that, and that video may well appear on a certain mainstream station soon. We'll see what happens. He's been exposed on a current affair before. Um, Fred McGinnick. <laughs> but he's who's, 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 I wonder whose name this company is. He's run out of kids, and he's running well, his daughters and, well, and yeah. kids, and he's. You have to start breeding again, you know. Well, he's bre- they've married into a new family, uh, brought over the Spanish, oh, that's right. the new yeah. Spanish family, Spanish Inquisition. That's right to, to run the new lot. Yeah. Um, but when he was asked, uh, you know, how many companies have you had, or how many have you burned? More to the point, um, Frank says, "Oh, I don't know, mate. I, don't, I couldn't. Even, I don't know. Lost count, you know." Um, and anyway, so his latest one is Marion. And, uh, you know, I think we've talked before about the safety on their job as as, they, as it always is disgraceful. But um, now, of course, you know, you know uh, who, who, should, who should be his best mate? Who, who would Frank go to when he's having trouble with the union? Oh, who's, who's low life enough to, uh, to well, take on Frank as a obviously reliable? No, no one that gets paid because he doesn't pay. He's like, <laughs> you know, it's like crime. He doesn't pay. That's right. Well, Nigel Hatchkiss doesn't get paid by Frank. Oh, Nigel. He doesn't rely on Frank's money. Yeah. He gets it from Malcolm Turnbull. So yeah. he's happy to buddy up. Business and class. Word is that Frank Nadinik's been down at the ABCC, spilling his guts, oh. spilling his guts, having a little chat, just like he's you a reliable witness. Yeah, can we can we serve a summons to get him get him deflated? <laughs> anyway, talking about rats and no good people, we better get on with it, mate. We've got the um, 
we've got the scallywags of the week, so uh, we'll run through them. Uh, we've got uh, who have we got? We've got well, Frank Nadimic, of course. Indeed. We've got Park Park View and West Form from Sydney for the formwork collapse. For the formwork in uh, Sydney. Who else have we got? ABD for for their um, safety. And who who and and whoever served the summons on Scabby the Rat? Who was that? The Fair Work Commission. Fair Work Commission. And that's uh, SO and UGL. Um, for trying to cut their wages and conditions and deflating the rat. And who, who are we going to give it to? Jeff Kennett. Uh, oh, oh Jeff Kennett. Jeff, Jeff Kennett, of course. Yeah, yeah Jeff Kennett. Who inspired the fat cat um, and is ripping off workers. Uh, do we have anyone else? I think it's about it. Huh? What about, what about the, you've got a couple up there who was involved in that, dis- the water stuff, the water stuff. Oh, yeah, the, 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 up on the, on, the, on the Murray, yeah. Hot. Yeah, what's his name, the old wharfs guy? Yeah, Costigan. Costigan, uh, Barnaby Corrigan. Joyce. He's got it. Corrigan. Corrigan, Corrigan. sorry, Corrigan. I keep thinking the Costigan report. Corrigan, yeah, he's a... He, yeah, what a mate. Jeez, he's a low life. So they keep popping their heads up, don't That's they? Right. You know? Xenophon and Barnaby Joyce. Yeah. Oh, um, millions on. Well, anyway, let's pick a winner because we, we, we keep going. We've got a list of Well, thousands. just speaking of names wrong, we had uh, Warren got some names wrong he wanted to apologise oh, yeah. for. What was that? Well, who was that? Yeah. Stevie Wright or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was it someone from the... Uh, st- Oh, some, what's the band? That's, Stevie Wright was a, was a singer. Yeah, singer in what band? Easy Beats. Easy Beats. Yeah, Easy yeah. Beats. So I think uh, Warren must have been listening to too much Easy Beats, yeah. and instead of uh, instead of Stevie Wright, it should have been Mick Wright. Mick Wright. He's called Mick Wright. Stevie Wright. So anyway, no worries. We've done that for Warren. Apologies to Mick. You could have enjoying yourself on Nollies, uh, Warren. Stacking shelves, whatever you're riding your bike. <laughs> so for the Scallywag of the week, who are we going for? Well, I reckon deflating the rat. I'm with you. That uh, as low as it gets. Yeah. So, so that's 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 the ABCC, isn't it? The, yeah, ABC. Well, FWC, or FWC, and SO and UGL for, for because they can't handle a scabby. And the winger of the week's got to be Frank Denick because oh, yeah. he's, he's whinging to the you know our mate. <laughs> Off to the ABC. So and he'd have plenty to whinge about, wouldn't he? Jeez, yeah. what a rat. So um, yeah, and uh, we've also got uh, we'll get well the Fozzie. Fozzie's in or was in hospital. He's, he's recuperating in operation. So Fozzie. Get well soon, and of course we'd never forget our good old mate Georgie Despard. We love him dearly, and he's he's battling away, but got on your Georgie, keep your chin up. Um, I think we'll go out the same old way. Uh, do you want to introduce the track? Yeah, oh, I'm going to do that All after right. this, mate. Let's let's go out then. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the professionals at work. Yeah, right. I go for it. Dare to struggle, dare to win. If you don't fight, you lose. And we're going to go out. Uh, we've had a great loss, well, a loss for the Aboriginal community and all of us. Uh, Doctor Una Pingu, uh, great guitarist, uh, singer. So we're going to go out with a track of his. listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.